0: Welcome to the Diesel Spirit Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to inspiring you in the areas of self-help, personal growth, and transformational thinking. I'm Roger Michael Morello. On this uh, podcast, I'm going to tell you a story of how everything kind of began for me as it relates to where I am now, where I started, and a little bit about how I got here. For anybody that's been following me for any period of time, uh, you know, I'm in real estate. I run a real estate business. Um, I'm currently have about $7 million in assets. Uh, I've got over 120 apartments. Um, I'm now in two states Connecticut and Florida. And it just continued to grow and grow and grow. But my life looked very different 10 years ago. I'm 42 now. At 32 years old, my life looked very different. I was in a much, much different position in my life. And the main reason, the main factor that differentiates Roger Morello at 42 and Roger Morello at 32 is mindset, my thinking, what was in my head, what was in my heart, because those things dictated my actions My actions changed I started getting better results and seeing more of the things in my life that I wanted to to see I started to attract more of the things that I wanted to attract but it took a lot of pain a lot of self-discovery a lot of introspection a lot of tears a lot of working on myself and I want to just read you this here Before I get into it, at 32 years old, nothing in my life was working. My wife was pregnant by another guy. I was still in an entry level position at work. My only asset was a worthless condo and my expenses far exceeded my income. There always seemed to be some force holding me down all the time. In my heart, I tapped out, gave in, submitted completely. I had no more will to assert myself. I took an entire week off from work and spent all of it in my condo on my knees or in the fetal position crying, begging, and pleading out loud for someone to please help me. But there was no one there. At the end of the week, I put my clothes on and walked out the door to go back to work, anxious, defeated, and crushed. Within 12 to 24 months of that week alone in my condo, walking out that door, through a series of events, I generated a few sales accounts out of absolutely nowhere that swelled to massive proportions. They were completely cold. We had never done business with them before. It put me at the top in of my office and within the top few within the Northeast region in sales. It was quite something. See, I worked in a highly political environment more determined to hold me down than lift me up because I wasn't culturally aligned, as they put it. Nevertheless, all told, my income swelled from 50K to roughly 190K within 24 months after walking out that condo door. There were times I couldn't believe what was happening. Fast forward to today, another 10 years has passed since I walked out that condo door to go to work. Now I'm 42 and own a real estate business with $7 million in assets generating $900 plus thousand dollars a year in gross revenue. This will grow exponentially in the years to come. A far cry from that dude in the condo begging and pleading. I would always try to link some logical explanation to the explosion of growth I've experienced since walking out of my condo door. Truly, I tell you, the explanation is quite simple. I wasn't alone in that condo. There was someone there. They saw and heard everything. God. And when I walked out that condo door, this time he came with me. You know, in this, I didn't always believe in God my entire life. You know, if you would have asked me what I believe in, I would say I believe in myself, you know. Um, But non-believers become believers because they have experiences in their life that they can't explain. And when you can't explain something, you know it's God. If it can be explained, then it's not God. And trust me, I looked for an explanation. I tried to understand what in the hell was going on in my life. You know, when my entire life had fell apart, I had taken a week off and I was literally jumping out of my my own skin. I couldn't even, I I was so incredibly unbelievably distraught and traumatized and just heartbroken. Um, And it wasn't even so much so what my, you know, what had happened was happening in my marriage, but it was also just with my job and my life where my life was at that point. Uh, you know, prior to this position, I was working for a fitness industry. And um, you know, I don't I didn't graduate college. I don't have any, you know, niche skills or anything, you know any kind of special tools or resources or, or fucking anything. Um, and, you know, the fitness industry I was managing different health clubs around the state of connecticut and to me you know i was finally successful if you've read my book and you 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 know you you know my story prior to all that even younger um you know it, it 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 gets worse as i as i was younger but to me that this was me moving in the right direction you know working for this fitness industry and then it went bankrupt the whole company went bankrupt You know, my uh, expense, my income got cut in half and I didn't have any education, college education. I didn't have anything to fall back on. I didn't have any plan B. That was it for me. So there was a lot of time spent sitting, staring, worrying what in the hell I was going to do. And I started over at 32. I took an entry level position at a new company doing a new thing, completely completely foreign to me Um, I had to learn how to do it and it was something that uh, you know there was there was quite a bit of a learning curve and it was it was very hard it was very hard to build uh, myself up to the point that I ultimately got um, you know it took three years working for this company until I finally you know broke out and was able to to get in a position uh, to ultimately make the kind of money I was making but I started in this position entry-level, and I was making an entry-level salary about $40,000 a year, you know, and there was a little bit of commissions there, and I, I, I fucking hated it. It was it was just awful. Um, I had absolutely no emotional connection to the work. I didn't give a fuck about, like, what that company did there. It just wasn't anything that I cared about. Um and I'm just the kind of person that it's very hard for me to pretend to care about something that I just don't, it just doesn't, you know, but people do it. People go their whole life and they do it, you know, and, and they just, because they can't see themselves beyond where they are, or what they're doing, they just fake their way all the way through and they never actually stop and confront themselves and confront their life and say, Hey, look, you know what? You know, I need to start doing more of what, you know, really sets my soul on fire and what I'm really passionate about and what I really want to do. But unfortunately, people have responsibilities. They have bills. They have things they have to pay for. They have lives, you know, and because of this, they're stuck doing these things. And that's kind of the position that I was in uh, because of my, my marriage, the life that I was living, this condo, this, this you know, the lifestyle that I had. Um, it was your typical cookie cutter lifestyle. My expenses were extremely high, uh, pretty much right at or above the money that I was making, you know, every month, and I, I was just a miserable fuck. It just it sucked um, because I was forced to do this fucking soul sucking job to keep that going and pay for that, and you know, do what was right, you know, as a husband and a man and all this bullshit at the at the you know look there's nothing wrong with that but if you have to compromise your soul and your whole fucking life and what you really want to do and living a fulfilling existence for it then you're not with the right person you're not in the right relationship and you need to fucking take a serious look at that but i understand that now and i understand why everything that happened was a blessing the fact that it fell apart See, sometimes life moves on you. And a lot of times, you know, rejection is direction. A lot of times it's moving on you for a reason. There's a purpose there. And although it hurts and it's traumatizing at first. Down the road, you know, in hindsight, you know, that's why they say hindsight is 2020. You know, you see and you start to understand how things are actually working in your favor. You know, they say, you know, life doesn't, doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And once you start looking for those things, start looking for those reasons in life of how how is this helping me? How is this, how is this going to move me forward? There's a reason, there's a hidden agenda here, a divine hidden agenda here. That I need to recognize and understand and use in my favor. Yeah, it's painful. But you can you can you can draw power from pain and use it for your good. So I was distraught. I took a whole week off. I was on my knees in the fetal position, crying so hard. Never cried so hard in my life. I felt like my fucking ribs were gonna crack. And like I said, it wasn't even so much so about, you know, the the whole marriage piece of it. It was just the fact that my life was fucking bullshit. I just, I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just didn't have any answers. I didn't know. I had bills out of my ass. I had debt. The condo was underwater because I bought it at the, uh, I bought it right before the, the crash in 2009 And, um, I mean, literally before the fucking ink dried on the, on the, uh, the, the sales contract for that condo, it, it, the the value plummeted fucking 25%. You know, I had the company 401k that fucking, you know, dropped 30% during that period of time too. And, uh, you know, I, I was just a product of, you know, I was taking a lot of advice from my in-laws at the time who, you know, they, you know, they sold insurance and they were fucking, you know, they, they, they did like stock stuff. And, you know, so they were telling me to put my money in like bullshit, fucking mutual funds and all this shit. And, you know, I I mean, and, and, you know, life insurance, you know, even, even when fucking it all crashed and burned my fucking, uh, my fucking in-law, her father, was still trying to get me to keep the fucking uh, life insurance. They were still trying to get me to keep the fucking life insurance policy. Oh, because you never know when you're going to need it. No, because you fucking, because you're a fucking salesman. And they also wanted me to give her my HSA money because she's fucking nuts. And they, they, so she can get help. I had like $6,000 in there. And and, and and that was the start of the decision-making process where I flicked the switch and I basically told her and all of them to go fuck themselves, and I didn't give her shit, and he said, "Well, you know you're still married, you know you know after, after all that that it has it's just it's just nuts how people they, they just don't they don't really give a fuck about you as much as, as as you think you know when it really comes down to it at times and and you 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 under when you understand that it it, it just really starts to lead you. Back to yourself, you know. And uh, I've been through this numerous times with numerous people in my life, family, friends, you know, people, you know, these relationships. And you know, I've always been the one there to get my own back and 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 pull myself out and pull myself up, Um, you know. And and uh, I made a conscious decision a long time ago that I would never ever, you know, compromise. My relationship with myself and move away from from myself to get closer to anybody else or to uh, gain the approval or validation or acceptance of anyone see I accept myself first I validate myself first I look to myself for acceptance first and that never goes away it's never compromised and if at any point at any time even the slightest fucking bit, I feel like I'm compromising on that concept and that idea in my life, Then I, I, I make some serious fucking changes. And I'm always consciously aware of it and see people, they, they move away from themselves because they, they slip into the subconscious. They, they, don't remain, they don't live conscious. When you live conscious, you have a height, heightened sense and awareness of things. And you can't ever lose that. It'll never steer you wrong. But after that week, I went back to work. I put my clothes on. I was defeated as fuck. I didn't know what I was going to do. But at this moment in time, I had just got promoted. I was into the job about, you know, a few, about a year and a half, few years. And I had just gotten promoted into a new position And there was an opportunity there. It was the only opportunity I had. Like I said, I didn't have an education. I didn't have anything to fall back on. I didn't have any special skills. I didn't fucking know anybody special that can do, you know. All I had at that moment in time was an opportunity to basically make a six-figure income. There was a lot of other people there that definitely sure as fuck weren't smarter as me. Um, And that's how I always evaluate things, you know. When I first started at this job, it was kind of hard, you know. The learning curve is very hard. It was very foreign, and I had doubts. And you know, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here? Like, I'm never gonna get this." And then I looked around me. I, there was a distinct moment where I looked around me, uh, and I always do this. And I looked at some of the other people that were successful doing it. And I'm pretty good at sizing people up. And, you know, I mean, there's just some people that they're successful. And I look at them, I'm like, look, you know, this motherfucker definitely is not smarter than me. They don't work harder than me. There's nothing fucking more special or or better about this person than me. If they could, if they could do it, if they can make six figures here, I sure as fuck can do it. And I ultimately proved myself right down the road with that. Um, But unfortunately, sometimes uh, in companies, there are forces and there are things holding you down that are invisible, that you can't see, you can't put your finger on but they're there, barriers, ceilings. You know, and unfortunately, some people, they either ignore that they're there and they be, you know, like I said, because they're too stuck and change is too hard. So they just accept it. But see, I couldn't accept it. I couldn't. I, I couldn't deal with it. I, I, I had a, a vicious, uh, uh, allergic reaction to you know knowing that you know I was capped for things that really had nothing to do with my ability, had nothing to do with my intelligence, had nothing to do with my um, you know uh, my my lack of of work ethic or anything like that. It was just simply. Uh, a political fucking, you know, agenda that was hell bent on, you know, moving certain people up and keeping certain people at bay. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. And everybody faces it in life, you know, and again, that's living conscious, you have to look at it. And you have to make decisions about your life. And you have to do what you have to do in order to, you know, move forward for yourself, and not accept, you know, other people holding you down. So I found a way around the politics. You know, I had this opportunity and I maximized it. I worked like hell, uh, even though I was broken, even though I was uncertain, even though I didn't know, you know, what was around the corner or how everything was going to work out. You know, I, I, I did the most that I could with what I had at the time. And I, you know, because it was all I can do. And I knew the opportunity was there. So I just, you know, I took advantage and you have to capitalize on opportunity in your life. Most people, when they, you know, when they become broken or things fall apart on them or, you know, things aren't going their way, they shut down. They shut down, they pack it in, they stop trying, you know, and they submit to life and they submit to to circumstances. And they just convince themselves that things are never going to get better and things are never going to change. And the reality is, is that it's all a mindset. It's it's all a switch in your mind. You can turn it on and off. But you just have to keep moving. You can't sit still. You can't just sit there and mope and be depressed and, 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 not, and not move and not t- start taking some sort of actions. Because it's only through those actions that you're going to get small wins. And small wins, you know, they compound and they start to enhance and increase your belief. And they start to expand your belief system around, you know, okay, well, look, you know, that went right. You know, let me, let me, you know, I got this far. Let me go a little further, you know. And then you go a little further and you go a little further. So while most people, I never left my office. I stayed in my office all the time. Most people, you know, criticized me for it. You know, they made a joke about it, how I didn't really, and it's part of the reason why I wasn't so culturally aligned because I didn't give a fuck about fitting in. I didn't give a fuck about, you know, kissing anybody's ass. All I wanted to do was capitalize on this opportunity because my life was in shambles and I was trying to figure it out. And I really didn't care about, you know, who liked me or who didn't, or this, that, and the other. And I ended up getting a few sales accounts, you know, I would pop out, I mean, hundreds of emails, hundreds of voicemails, um, just, you know, I would go on, on, you know, meeting after meeting after meeting. And it really is a numbers game. That's what sales is all about. It's a numbers game. And many of the meetings, many of the calls, many of the emails, many of these things, just kind of went into a black hole and never heard back from anybody and they just kind of never really came into anything but you know you only have to be you know you only have to be right once and things can happen and then all of a sudden one day I got an email back from an email that I had sent months prior and all of a sudden the email came through, You know, the guy wanted to set up a meeting. I went and that account turned into one of the biggest in the office. And it was, it was ice cold, ice cold. Never, never even, you know, heard of this company before. And then the same thing happened with a second company. And this was just through cold calling. Throwing enough shit at a wall, you know, until something stuck. And then I saw the opportunity there with these companies and I capitalized on that. And so fast forward, my income ballooned. I made $190,000. I was able to pay off all my debt. There were moments that I couldn't, I I just couldn't believe, you know, what was happening. I would have moments alone where I would walk out of the office and I'd go in the hallway and I would just kind of put my hands on my head, you know, and kind of kneel down. And just, I, I couldn't believe how my income was just increasing the way that it was. And see, the difference at that moment in time is that I didn't use that money like a lot of other people around me were using that money. You know, I didn't buy expensive clothes. I didn't buy, a, you know, a brand new vehicle or, a, or a, or a, you know, an expensive house. Or vacations or you know things you know I I googled it was the most money I ever had in my hand in my life and I googled and I started to look at okay I literally googled something like how do you turn you know a little bit of money into a lot of money you know I said to myself look a lot of people do it you know there are investors there are people out there that do this kind of stuff how do you, you know? I need to understand how I can make this happen. And once I once I I started to research that, everything was pointing towards multifamily real estate and rentals, and real estate investment. And I said to myself, "Well, fuck, you know, I've got ten years' experience, you know, management and in in, in, uh, in sales and so on and so forth. All I have to do is just acquire these houses and I just manage tenants." And I make money and I don't have to go to a job. And uh, I just, I I had made a firm decision that that's what I was gonna do. And I had started to look for properties. The very first property I ever went to look at was a building and um, I had butterflies in my stomach. I had absolutely no idea what I was looking at, what I was doing. Um, I was intimidated, uh, you know, the realtor fucking, you know, a REMAX realtor showed up, you know, in his brand new, you know, Mercedes vehicle and all this shit, you know, and I, I, I later realized that, you know, um, especially in real estate, you know, there, there's a lot of flash, but, uh, you know, not, not a lot of substance, but um, I, I, I went anyway, and uh, I pretended like I knew, and I was just basically learning on my, on my own. I was listening to podcasts. I was, I was reading books. Um, I was just getting involved in it any way that I could. And, uh, I was able to eventually buy, you know, my first two family house and it was a renovation. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was falling on my face and you know, I, I was getting taken advantage of for things that I didn't know at the time. And I just, you know, it was all I wanted to do. It was all I wanted to do. I, I had planned an exit strategy over a year and a half. I kept buying real estate until finally I bought enough real estate. I had about 12, 15 units. I had about five properties that I had bought basically with my own money because I had, you know, I was continuing to work as hard as I could at my job um, with the increased income because this was my exit strategy. This was how I was going to move away from the life that I didn't want into a life that I did want. And that's unfortunately what you would have to, what you have to do if you know if you're in a job or you're in a position, you have to increase your income. And you have to sacrifice and you have to stop spending fucking money. And you have to save money and invest money and move money into the right direction. Otherwise, you're always going to be just treading, you know, on a a fucking treadmill, paying your bills, being stuck, living in a life that you don't want. And you're going to have to work like hell. You're going to have to work around your nine to five job. You're going to have to work before you go to fucking work in the morning and after you get out of work in the afternoon. You're going to have to work on the weekends. Switching direction is extremely hard. And until you're able to do it, you know that, you know. I put my landlord cap on before I went to work in the morning. I would use my lunch time. I would use, you know, after I got out of work on weekends, I was, you know, learning, reading books about it. I was fixing up my properties. I was, I was planning an exit strategy until finally I got to a point where I had to make a choice. I, the real estate had gotten too demanding and then my job was too demanding and I couldn't do both. So I took the leap. I took the plunge. I told my boss to fuck off and I went and I went into real estate full time. And I, at this point I had only, I was only making enough rental income to cover my bare, you know, necessities to, to live. And I was scared as fuck, you know, because it was a change in, it was a paradigm shift. It was a change in mindset. It was, it was a change. I was going from an employee mindset a business owner mindset an employee mindset to an investor mindset an employee mindset of paycheck to a business owner no paycheck $190,000 safe salary with a direct fucking deposit with my little 401k plan and I can just go and I can and I always have my little safe job and all this shit to extreme uncertainty to just barely making enough to fucking cover my expenses and let me tell you something I ran the numbers a million times. I, I, I went over the plan a million times of how I was going to do it and how it was going to go and all these things. And nothing went as planned. Nothing. There, there were constant pivots and, and turns and, you know, adjustments that I had to make along the way. There were plenty of times that I would ask myself, you know, is this going to work out? Is this really going gonna, to gonna turn out to, to be what I want? You know, am, am I going to be successful in this? Like I see some other people, how they're successful. Is what I'm doing right? Now, I never regretted leaving my job because I didn't want, I mean, I, I would have done anything besides that. I really didn't give a fuck about that. I never once thought, you know, oh, I, I want to go back to my job. But you know, there were there were times I thought maybe I should get another job or I didn't know it just everything that could go wrong went wrong. And see, you have to just jump in before you're ready. You know, and you build you, you jump off the cliff and you build your wings on the way down and you figure it out. And I did. And the experience taught me so many valuable lessons and all of the mistakes that I made in the beginning, I don't make anymore. You know, now I'm about eight and a half years into this. And I went, you know, I went broke as fuck for a long time. I mean, you know, look, success is like being pregnant. Everybody says congratulations, but nobody knows how many times you've been fucked. And I've been fucked plenty of times over the course of the last eight years. There were plenty of things that came against me. I almost went bankrupt in 2017. I was sleeping on the floor in a foreclosed house. I couldn't sleep at night because my, my, my expenses far exceeded my income. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know how I was gonna make it through. I didn't know what was going to happen, and I kept working, and I kept working, and I kept working, until finally I got to a point now where, you know, my business is now, I mean, it's, it's, it's over 40 properties, I've got six, you know, pretty major redevelopments going on, you know, I have five employees now. We have a goal. When 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 all of these projects and everything it comes complete, and and it, it is it is a hundred percent online and functional, the company is going to be grossing one point two million dollars plus in rental income a year. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And when I was in my condo on my knees, crying, begging, and I didn't know what in the hell I was going to do and what was going to happen. None of this shit makes sense. Still doesn't make sense to me today. And after all this and after everything I've been through, last year I was able to cash out equity over a million dollars. And now I'm refinancing more properties. I stand to, you know, to pull another half, three quarter million dollar out of that. And really the sky's the limit at this point. And I stopped trying to attach a logical explanation. See, I since sold that condo. I since sold that condo. And that condo walking out of that condo door i truly believe that there was some sort of you know spiritual and 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 you know like i said everything that i've read everything that i study everything that i've looked at to try to explain to me i believe it was god because it doesn't make sense So I do, I give him the credit because the way things happen completely out of nowhere. And when I say out of nowhere, you know, in a very short period of time, after I walked out of that door, 12 to 24 months, things literally skyrocketed at my job for me and they were things that I don't really believe that were a hundred percent just my doing now I obviously was involved see because faith without works is dead I had some involvement I had skin in the game but see I believe that's what God looks for he looks for skin in the game but mainly what God looks for I believe is he looks for action, continued action, and displays of, because it's a display of faith when you are uncertain. And I have been more fucking uncertain and unable to understand. Everything, everything was telling me to just fucking pack it up, pack it in. You know? Like Peter, wa- washing my nets, washing my fucking nets. But when you go out and you cast your net again, even when you are fucking convinced that you're li- that, that there's just nothing, there's no way, there's nothing that's going to happen for you in your fucking life. You, you have no understanding of, of where things are going to lead, what's going to happen, how things are going to get better. and furthermore you're you're broken as fuck you're sad you're depressed you're unmotivated you're uninspired you know you know like that, that you know when something traumatizing happens to you it, it you can feel it it's you can feel the emotions are so fucked that you you feel you feel it physically It's almost like you're busting out of your own skin. Like, like you can't stand. Like, if, if if you if you break your fucking arm, immediately you 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 grab your arm and and the pain is so intense, you're screaming and you're, you're you all is your focus and your you just can't take your mind and your focus and your attention off off of your fucking arm. Just excruciating pain. And when that same sort of pain is in your fucking heart and in your emotions. It's very hard. It's very, it's a very uneasy feeling. And I've felt it in some pretty deep ways multiple times in my life. Like I said, if you know my story, even prior to everything that I'm explaining, you know, I have felt it multiple times in my life. And, and I, I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It, it, it's, it's, it's horrible. Uh, emotional, you know, trauma, these, these types of feelings. But when you continue to build while you're broken, when you continue to, you know, try and just work as hard as you can, regardless of how you're feeling and regardless of what the evidence tells you. And even though you don't know, See, you're not supposed to know. That's what faith is for. If you knew everything that was going to be ahead of you, if you knew all of the answers already, if you knew where the path may lead already, then you don't need faith, do you? See, faith is evidence of what is not, what's not seen. That's the point. But most people don't exercise that. They stop. They park. Off of the side of the road on the highway of life. Once they take too many hits. They get beat down by life. They get crushed like a grape. But see, you get oil out of an olive and the more an an olive is crushed, the more oil you get. You know, you've got to crush grapes to get wine. You know, you, you, there's, there's a method to the madness You have to go through pain, you have to go through heartache, you have to go through struggle, you have to go through uncertainty. You're never going to have a pain free life, you can't go through life avoiding pain. If you think you're going to go through life avoiding pain, then you're sadly mistaken. But everybody has a choice in what they do with that pain. Everybody has a choice. To get the fuck up off their knees And even though you still might be fucking crying You still might be You know emotionally fucking distraught And you might be extremely uncertain Everybody Has the fucking choice to walk Put their fucking clothes back on Walk out their fucking condo door And whatever little, minute, minor, whatever fucking opportunity you have in your life at that point, whatever you have going for you, maximize it. Even if you fucking hate it. Use it for all that it's worth. Pull as much out of it as you can because it's a thing that might lead to the thing. See, I've learned that getting to where you want to be in your life, you're going to have to do a lot of things that you don't like. You're going to have to walk a lot of paths that you don't want to walk and do a lot of things that you don't want to do. And see, where most people get it wrong is when you hate your fucking job or you hate what you're doing or you're in a career that's soul-sucking that, you know, you're not fulfilled. People get down on themselves and they kind of go on cruise control and they just kind of roll through the motions and they just, they just, because they're not fulfilled or they're not happy or they don't like what they're doing or they're in a political environment and they can't move beyond where they are Because they don't get along with their boss or they don't get along with, you know, their employee, the other employees, or they don't like the environment, you know, or the environment isn't. Look, you need to work ways around that. You've got to do everything within your power to be a victor and not a victim and find ways to circumvent all of the obstacles and the challenges that are in front of you. And become great at what you hate. Because who you're going to become in the process of that. Is the person that you need to be to ultimately catapult you to the life that you want. And to the direction that you want to go. So you can't make excuses for your incapacities and you can't sit there and dwell and you can't sit there and and, and and be, you know, upset about whatever your circumstances are, whatever happened to you. You know, whatever hand you were dealt. And bitch and moan and complain about it your whole fucking life. And never, you know, never move beyond it. You know, some people... They say, they stay stuck in some sort of emotion fucking forever. And they never move beyond it. They just never they never break free. They they never increase their ability to do more in their life, to be you know, to be more in their life. They 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 don't lead their life, they just accept it. And they tell themselves all kinds of stories about their limitations, and they only look for evidence that they 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 you know need to validate those limitations and to validate that story. You come into the world a blank slate, a blank piece of paper. And all of these things that happen and all, all these, these stories that you're telling yourself and all this shit, it's been being written since day one. And you have the ability to rewrite the story at any point in your life as soon as you make a conscious decision to do so. As soon as you make a conscious decision to stop feeling sorry for yourself and to get the fuck up and to wake the fuck up and to start getting pissed off and to start developing a chip on your shoulder. a chip on your shoulder to get the fuck back up and stop laying in the fucking sewer of life limited because of what you've been through. Take a different perspective and start using what you've been through and start looking at what you've been through as a means of strength to move forward. Not keep you held in one place. So I'm going to end it there. You know, look, if you're going through something right now, I can tell you, you know, life goes on. It could go on better than you've ever knew, you know, known it to be. You might not necessarily know how that's going to happen. You might not necessarily be able to explain what it's going to look like. But look, you have to keep fucking moving. You got to keep moving. You got to keep taking action. You have to capitalize on any little fucking smallest shred of opportunity that you have right now. for all it's worth and the path will become clear as you move as you go along as you walk that way forward motion has nothing to do with the way you feel So, look, if you haven't gotten the book yet, um, you can get there's an Audible book on uh, on Audible. Um, you can also get a paperback version on Amazon. Uh, there's a link on my social media if you follow me on uh, Instagram uh, at Roger Michael Morello. I'm also on Facebook at Roger Michael Morello. Uh, there's a link on there, dieselspiritbook.com. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't subscribed to it. Um, so when i you know when i do a new one uh you'll get a notification of that um you can also get a kindle ebook format um you know it's available on the kindle app um, and you know uh, kindles and uh you know look if you uh follow me on social media i do the best that i can to try to respond you know to, to people's comments um and to, you know, engage as much as I can. I'm, I'm definitely a, a busy bee these days. I'm doing a, a lot of different things. Um, and uh, I really appreciate, it. you know, everybody that does follow and everybody that does, um, you know, listen to the podcast uh, and doesn't en- engage online. And, um, you know, look, wherever you're at in your life right now, whatever your circumstances are, whatever you're looking at, Take them by the balls and show life what you're about. Lead your life. Don't accept it. Take care, guys.